Can you claim legal privilege over documents in a Data Protection Commission investigation? How does the DPC assess claims to legal privilege? What, if anything, can we learn about the DPC's developing views on legal privilege from its 2020 annual report? I'm Sinead Riley, a professional support lawyer here at Arthur Cox. And here with me to discuss this issue is my colleague Richard Willis, a partner in our litigation, dispute resolution and investigations team. Richard, thanks for joining me again. We touched on this issue in our last episode and I want to explore it a bit more. I think when we last spoke, if I understood you correctly, you expressed concern that it may become increasingly difficult to maintain a claim to legal privilege in DPC investigations. And you saw echoes of the approach of other regulators in the DPC's views as expressed in the 2020 annual report. I want to probe this a bit more, but before we do, can you remind us what legal privilege is and why it's so important? Sure, Sinead. In, in, in a nutshell, legal privilege is the right to withhold certain communications from disclosure to the other side or to the court in litigation or to a regulator in an investigation. And it's recognised as a fundamental human right and an absolute right. If a document is privileged, uh, you don't have to disclose it, full stop. And it's not up to the court or the regulator's discretion. And it doesn't matter if the document is relevant to the issues in dispute or under investigation. The right is inviolate and it's protected by the Constitution and various other pieces of legislation. But you do have to inform the other side and the court or the regulator, as the case may be, that you have privileged documents. Okay, so you can claim legal privilege over documents in a DPC investigation? Yes, absolutely you can. And the Data Protection Act 2018 recognises this. So where does your concern stem from then? Okay, well, I mentioned that while you don't have to hand over privileged documents, you do have to tell the DPC, as you would with any regulator, that you have privileged documents. And the DPC is entitled to probe this claim to a certain degree, as you might expect, and it doesn't have to accept it at face value. That's an entirely appropriate and indeed proper process. But it's really the extent of the probing or interrogation that's the issue here. And what do you mean by that? Well, in, in traditional court litigation, if you claim privilege over a document, you, you have to set out uh, in an affidavit of discovery what the claims of privilege are, and they will be seen by the other side and the court. And you have to give some, but in reality, bare information to support your, 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 your claim for privilege. So, for example, you might say letter dated 21st of April from Richard Wills to Sinead Riley, legal advice privilege, and you set out in brief the basis on which you're claiming the privilege, and that's generally sufficient. There may be some circumstances where more detail is needed, but that's the starting point. But in the DPC's report, it states, and I quote, the DPC will require considerable information, including an explanation as to the basis upon which the data controller is asserting privilege so that we can properly evaluate the validity of the claim to privilege. And it then also goes on to state, essentially the DPC will seek a narrative of each document containing personal data. I see. So the DPC is looking for more detail, much more detail, where legal privilege is claimed than a court would. But how much more information does the DPC need? Yeah, it's a good question, and that's unclear. And other than the reference to requiring considerable information and a narrative 
there's no guidance from the DPC on what they actually may require. And you've seen other regulators take a similar approach? Yes, we have. What often happens is that the regulator will first look for the entity under investigation to waive privilege over some or indeed all of the disputed documents. So the regulator might ask the entity under investigation to voluntarily show it documents which the entity says are legally privileged. What would you say about that? Well, I would say consider any request of this nature and its possible knock-on implications very, very carefully. Um, I'm not going to say never voluntarily give documentation over. You may wish to do so in particular circumstances, but take advice before doing so and look around the corners for potential ramifications. And if you decide to volunteer privileged documents, get written assurances that this will not amount to a waiver of privilege and that the documents will not have to be disclosed in any subsequent proceedings or investigations. And in, in DPC investigations, you can take some comfort from the fact that DPC personnel are prohibited by the 2018 Act from disclosing confidential information obtained while performing their functions unless required or permitted by law or authorised by the Data Protection Commissioner to do so. Richard, you referred there to potential knock-on effects of handing over legally privileged material and to the need to be careful to look around the corners. What are the potential knock-on effects? What might be around the corner? Well, if you hand over one document, for example, and it refers to another document, then you will have effectively put the regulator on a line of inquiry. And they might also look for that other document and then look for documents referred to in it uh, and other documents and so on and so forth. So there's a potential chain reaction there that you need to be careful about. And the regulator might say, well, you can't only give us the documents that show you in a good light. That's only giving us half the picture. We need all of the documents to understand what happened here. Okay, and if you decide not to voluntarily hand over documents and information that you say is legally privileged, what then? Well, this, I guess, is where the detailed narrative comes in. Uh, So the DPC or the regulator will ask you to provide details on the documents in question, detail that it says it needs to assess the claim to legal privilege. And I've seen some regulators look for about six or seven times more information that you would typically need to give, for example, under a court order. But is there not a danger here, Richard, that if you give too much information, you might reveal the very information you were saying is legally privileged? Exactly, there is. And there is a very real danger of this, in fact. And it's something that we've always been very conscious of in court litigation. I think it's something the court is also conscious of. So there's a careful balance to be struck and you're entitled to push back on any request for detail on the content of a document that would result in the privileged content itself being disclosed. And is the DPC the ultimate arbiter of legal privilege in its investigations? Can it not go to the High Court and ask the High Court to decide on the privileged status of the documents? Yeah, you're right, Sinead. Uh, The DPC is not the ultimate arbiter on privilege issues, and it does have the power to bring an application to the High Court. And this arises under the Data Protection Act 2018, where the Data Protection Commissioner can apply to the High Court for determination on privilege where it has reasonable grounds for believing the documentation in question does not contain privileged material and has reasonable grounds to suspect that it contains evidence relating to an infringement of the GDPR. 
but we're not aware of the DPC having exercised this power to seek a court determination on privilege to date. And actually, the DPC is not the only regulator that has the power to refer legal privilege issues to the High Court. Many regulators have the power to do this, and you'll find that power in the legislation setting out each regulator's powers. And what if you decide not to give over the privileged material voluntarily and you don't provide all the details requested in the narrative? Can you be penalised in some way? No, I don't believe so. Certainly not formally anyway. And I think that any attempt to do so would arguably amount to a breach of fair procedures. Well, we'll watch with interest to see how the DPC approaches this issue in practice and equally how data controllers and processors react to potentially extensive information requests. Yes, and it'll be interesting to see how the Irish courts, if given the opportunity, interpret the scope of a regulator's power in this regard. Richard, as we speak, I'm thinking it might be interesting to broaden our discussion and look at how other regulators deal with claims to privilege with some of our colleagues from across the firm. Maybe we could look at how the Competition and Consumer Protection Commission, the CCPC, deals with privilege. And maybe we could also hear from one of our colleagues on the financial regulatory side. Yeah, certainly. I'd be delighted to come back as part of a wider roundtable on this topic. Richard, thank you again. And thanks also to our listeners. If you have any questions on anything we discussed today, or if there is any particular issue you would like to hear more about, please feel free to contact Richard or myself. You can also find a briefing on the DPC's emerging views on privilege on the Arthur Cox website. Thank you for listening and goodbye for now.